This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And yeah. we're at the Minnesota State Fair. Whoop, whoop. Donna and Steve. Whoop, whoop. DJ Rock Lobster. So, Rocco. <laughs> yes. You should know that all this bouncing that Donna's doing right now, and she's like <laughs> doing fist pumps in the air and all this, just know <laughs> that it is all manufactured, and she is deeply frustrated with the fact that she cannot highlight things on her computer this morning. Because my computer is a touch screen and it's humid out here, it's damp, so I can't, my fingers are damp and my computer will not work with my fingers. At least you have your computer and didn't leave it at a coffee stand. Rude! At the fair like you did two years ago. That's just It was never even rude. left at a coffee shop. That, that sounds better. She was okay. in the building, our building, right here, the whole time, and she had unfairly profiled a myriad of people saying he was the one it was her it was that gang of children i had people looking for it for me oh lord that was such an event come on man i can't i can't click on my story what do you mean you can't click i on don't it? know let's hit the beat oh that's uh we could do that right here yeah, give me a beat it's time to talk music i enjoy music with donna valentine Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. No, I just touched her touch screen. Okay. And it worked perfectly. Because your fingers are dry. Mine are wrinkly at the tips. I thought we weren't <laughs> supposed to talk about that. All right. Is it too late for me to slow this down for slow jams at 1130? Oh, gosh. But they are. You know how they get like wrinkly when you're in the bathtub? Yours aren't wrinkly right now. They're starting to at the tips. What's wrong with you? It's humid out here. My body is it's absorbing. It's not humid like we're in a hot tub for 40 minutes. Kind of. Is this it? Is this how it starts? Or ends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so listen. Paul Stanley has COVID. Oh, okay. Well, geez. I'm, I'm segueing. Yeah, no kidding. You could have warned a brother. Jeez. because well, we hit the beat thing. I thought music news. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you were coming with a COVID diagnosis here. Oh, sorry. Well, right. I want to let you know if you have tickets to see Kiss anywhere, they won't be taking the stage for uh, a concert in Pennsylvania. Ever heard of it? <laughs> also, um, he is fully vaccinated and feeling fine despite testing positive, but the band had to call it quits on their show. Uh, you know where Burgettstown, Pennsylvania is? No. Okay. I don't believe you're really from I Pennsylvania. I am from there. You never it's know a, any of the towns. It's a big state. Is it, though? It's very big. Mm. Pittsburgh and Philly are five hours away from one another. It's a lot of ground to cover. Yeah, 
Anyway, there were rumblings that he had heart issues, but Paul Stanley put out a tweet that says, People, I'm fine. I'm not in ICU. My heart allows me to do 26 miles a day on my bike. I don't know where this came from, but it's absolute nonsense. Wow, that's pretty good. 26 miles a day. Do you believe that? He's in pretty oh. good shape. You ever seen Paul Stanley? Um, Is he looking good? Just he's got his those head. pecs. You know, he's, he's got a tight oh, body really? for a... Uh, he must be in his 70s, 70s. Right? Yeah. I'm going to do Paul Stanley no shirt. I do oh, like his you're hair. you're going to like it. Oh. You're going to like he's, it. He's better than t-shirt shape. Whoa. And he's, I don't uh, even know if... Does he have his shirt off here? Because that is furry. Oh, you're looking at that? Oh, oh okay. my goodness. He has so much hair yeah, on his he, chest. I think he's like Italian or Greek or something. I don't even know what this sort of a life is like because I am so hairless. I'm like a hairless cat, more or less. <laughs> and so when I see these kind of people walking These around, kind of people. <laughs> just saying. Okay, you people. These people with hair on their chest. You know, some people, you can see that they shave it off, that they trim it so that it doesn't peek out from their shirt collar. Sure. But... When the shirt collar does come down a little bit, you can see this sawed-off line. Oh, sure. I would prefer a taper. A, a fade, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, Donna. You're looking for love. You get together with a guy. Everything is great. Again, this man Here is he goes. He's intelligent. He's funny. He's kind. He's a man of uh, integrity, dignity. You love spending time with him. Love it. He's great. You guys have been together for three months now. Things are really going great. And now we're going to the beach. And Let now you're going go. I can tell to you. The, you go to the pool <laughs> one day. It's hot out. And he takes his shirt off and reveals a full back and chest stomach situation covered in fur. And he is hell-bent on hashtag my body, hashtag no shame. He would never, ever trim it or shave it. What happens next? It's fine. You know, I don't want to be that shallow. I mean, the back, we can, we can maybe get that waxed. <laughs> okay. The front, I don't... Rocco, you missed it earlier. Okay. We were talking about somebody who got a Guinness record for having the most Guinness world records. Meta. And then I said, hey, I wonder if it's the uh, fingernails guy. Steve did the same exact thing. You're on a date <laughs> with this guy, and he's Look, wearing gloves. Here's, a, here's what I'm trying to say. No, 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 no. They, in that case, they had Zoomed for a while. They had done a fa FaceTime situation. They, they really loved it, and it was great. Everything was great. And I'm trying to figure out. What sort of a bad could eliminate all the good? So if everything else was amazing about this guy, he looked like he worked at Hot Topic on the weekend. That's Donna's vibe. And he was like, had been in bar fights before. Your whole thing that you're into. <laughs> and then he pulled, finally brought his hands up and set them on the table as you had coffee in person for the first time. And there were burlap sacks cinch tied. <laughs> <laughs> to, to keep his fingernails safe. But he would never, ever clip them because it's like a thing. It's meaningful. His mother used to grow out her nails when she was younger. She died prematurely. But he has a whole st backstory for this guy that doesn't exist. That's because everybody in real life has a backstory. It's never uh. so easy as black and white. It's always gray. 
No, it, and it wouldn't happen. And unless, if, unless he was going to scratch my back. Was, <laughs> you scratch my back, I scratch yours? I don't know. Oh, Steve, you are a gem. That is funny, um, though. Do you, you remember looking at Guinness Book when you were a kid? You always yes. looked at those same pictures. You know? Yeah, the bearded guy, the fat guys on the motorcycle. Yeah, the yeah, guy that shoved the, a million cigarettes in his beef. mouth. Who's, yeah. <laughs> who's the tallest human alive today? Right. Yeah. It was fun. Those were the days. Uh, we don't have much time, but I just want to let you know that Harry Styles is going to be requiring concert attendees for his upcoming rescheduled tour to not only provide proof of vaccination or a negative test, uh, but you also have to wear a mask during the show. So I know he's coming. Yeah, I was just looking it up. The uh, XL Energy September Center. 22nd, next month. Yeah, so XL Energy Center. Keep that in mind. Either a negative test result or a vaccine card, and you got to keep the mask on. Alrighty, real quick before we go, because it is a, a you know it's a new music Friday. This isn't exactly new music, but we've got some audio here. Of uh, it's the 30th anniversary of Pearl Jam's album Ten. What a great album it was. We have audio here of Eddie Vedder, only his vocals, on the song Black. <laughs> I really want to hear his vocals on their own. Here's Eddie Vedder. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll play it. Oh. I thought you were, I thought your teasing were going to play it later. Here it is. It's so good, though. I like that song a lot. Uh, that's Eddie Vedder on Black. That album uh, comes 30 out years. 30 years ago today, the album 10. When we come back, we got a double dose of food news. Uh, there is a fast food restaurant that is officially changing their French fry recipe. You better go now if you love how they are because they say the taste will be different. We'll tell you who that is. When we come back, it's Don and Steve. Food news next. What's up? It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair. Our stage is presented by Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. We ran into a couple of friends from uh, the dinner theaters yesterday, formerly. Yesterday, yes. And it was so it was so cool to just have like a little ah Chan Hassan Dinner Theater reunion right here in the middle of the streets out at the uh, the state fair, which was a whole lot of fun. Um, I just waxed up Donna's hands. Thank you. This is a true story. Donna's having a lot of difficulty with her touch screen today. <laughs> I am not having any difficulty when I go over to touch it. So I said, you know what? Fingers. I have some wax like on my fingers from doing my hair, and I wonder if that's what's allowing me to do the touch screen. And so I said, you know what? Here. And I went full dad mode and said, give me your hands. We're going to put rub this wax on your fingers. Is it working any better? Is it giving you a little a little traction? Here? Yeah. Not really. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, though. Okay, Wait, though. Let's see. Yeah, a little better okay. for some things, not okay. for all of it. But thank you. Whatever. Thank you for helping me try to solve a problem. Uh, Rocco, can we go get some food? Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! There's a fast food restaurant. One of the big ones, one of the big four, I would say. And they are changing their French fry recipe. Rocco, Donna respectfully sucks so hard when it comes to fast food talk because she never goes and gets it. Do you ever get fast food, Rocco? I do. I try not to, but, you know, every now and then. All right, who's got the best? near my house, and I also go to Popeye's for that chicken sandwich every now and then. Oh, and I've never been to Popeye's. 
Never been, never eaten any Popeyes, to my knowledge. There's hmm. one at University in Lexington. Okay, maybe I got to get over there. Uh, one of my favorites growing up, I think for uh, thanks for asking, about a four to six year stretch was Wendy's. A uh, number six, a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's was as good as it got. And then you know what you do? You swap out the drink. Don't get a Coke or Diet Coke. You swap that out for a Frosty, and it's just perfect. They Wendy's changing their French fry recipe again. They did this probably about eight or ten years ago. And they're doing it again. It is uh, making all sorts of waves in the fast food industry. They're adjusting the way that their French fries are cut. And they're going to leave some of the potato skin on. But that's already how they do their fries. That was what happened the last time that Wendy's changed their recipe was they started leaving bits of the potato skin on. I like that. They used the sea salt. I thought it was all really good. Oh, I could really go for some right now. Go get some. Here is the way that they're changing it, though. They are going to be coating them in a light batter that's supposed to make them crispier. Mm. Here's why they're doing it. It has to do with the pandemic, kind of, sort of. They're doing it because more of us are ordering delivery now. So our food sits in the bag for an average of 15 more mm-hmm. minutes. Old soggy fries ain't nobody likey. So these new fries are supposed to stay fresh and crispy for a lot longer. And Wendy says that they will tastes different, but it's a good different. They're going to shift over to these new fries in mid-September, so if you really like uh, if you really like Wendy's fries the way they are now, just know that they are going to be changing. I wonder what's in this batter if it's keeping them longer, right? Probably I, not. I bet it's going to... I can picture another fast food place. I know you're not going to believe me. Or another... Boston Market. It could be that had a little coating on it, and it crunches them up on the outside. So they're like hotter and softer on the inside. This actually sounds good to me. Okay, though. I'm coming around. I'm trying to be normal. Have you gotten the fries here, the fresh cut French fries? No, I've had some, though. Oh, gosh. I think that is ridiculous how much they give you. There's an 88-ounce bucket you can get. I think they're trying to kill us. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's fake news. We don't uh, want to start that headline. No, I'm kidding. Um, but that is a lot of fries. Um, I did have, uh, speaking of food, doing a little food news here. Oh, I'm yet to try. There's some new food out here. We are at the Minnesota State Fair on the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. Um, oh, I think it's called Scenic 61. This is a joint from up in Duluth. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say that sounds familiar. Yeah, and they're uh, they're like kind of right on the coast, that highway right along the coast of uh, the North Shore up there in Duluth. Yes. And they have a spot here not too far from where we are, and I guess they have like these sashimi sushi tacos with yes. unbelievable slaw on top of them. Somebody came by and told us about them yesterday, so I do want to make a point to get those. Um, uh, more food news, though, outside of the fairgrounds. Come on. We all love Taco Bell. Yes. Yeah, I like the bean burritos. It's the only thing you're comfortable ordering there. Yeah. You know? Otherwise, I would be like, okay, never. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Which I've done recently at a McDonald's. I thought they had a chicken sandwich. Like a... Don't make the face. <laughs> and then you drove away? Yeah, I said, never mind. Thank you. <laughs> Boy, they must not get that often, where someone is just mentally perplexed. I'm like, don't you have a don't you have a chicken sandwich, like a Mick chicken sandwich? And she was like, yeah. And I said, okay, that's grilled, right? And she said, well, it's breaded. And I said, don't you have a grilled one? No. I said, okay, though. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> Yeah, so then I went into a into a like a speedway or a holiday and got one of those ham and cheese sandwiches that they have keep out. Oh, clearly <laughs> a better choice. I'm sure your body was much healthier rather than getting that skin. I know, it's so stupid. Uh, on the chicken sandwich. Uh, one last thing, Taco Bell. Here's what they are doing. They are offering a version of a fried chicken sandwich. Of course, the fried chicken wars they have been going on for a while. They've been testing this. At Taco Bell locations in Nashville and in Charlotte, it's going to be available nationwide next Thursday. It's all white chicken marinated in jalapeno buttermilk served in a piece of flatbread instead of a bun. So kind of like a hot chicken sandwich in taco form. I would try this. I'm interested. I like the jalapeno situation you there. You do? I think it could be yummy. Mm. So we have got that uh, coming your way next Thursday. Coming up next on the Don and Steve Show, time to play a game. It is the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You can call right now, 651-641-1071. Bet on me. Bet on Donna. Bet on the right person. You win a prize. College of Pop Culture Knowledge next on My Talk. We're back. Ready to get down and get funky no, and get back up again? No, 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 no. no. We're, we're just going to play the College it's of fine, Pop Culture Knowledge. Right. Uh, Rocco, do we already have a caller? We do. Uh, okay, we have great. a guy named Dan, and I'll play the open. We're going to have a special guest um, reading the questions today, and it's going to oh. go a little something like this. It's time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. All right, well, we've got Dan on the phone, and, um... What uh, up, Big Dan? Hey, put him up. Hey, Dan. Go ahead and talk to the people out at the fair. Uh... Hi, Dan. Just, uh, on our way there right now. Oh, nice. Danimal, where are you guys driving in from, my man? We're from Shakopee. Oh, Shakopee. Yes, indeed. Yeah, boy, mighty storm rolled through Shakopee yesterday, too. They got hit pretty good. Uh, well, yeah. good. We're, we're happy that you're heading out here. The crowds are uh, uh, nice and manageable right now, so hope it's a good day for you. We are about to find out the topic of today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge quiz. Rocco? That's right, because today, August 27th, is my one and only child's 10th birthday. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday, Bruno. 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 Yeah, hopefully he's out there listening. But what we did last night, I had him record three trivia questions. <laughs> this is great. Um, and they are all about movies that have the number 10 in them. Love it. Movies Love it. with the number 10 to celebrate my son's 10th birthday. That's so, adorable. Uh, Love it. Hey, Dan, who do you think knows more about movies with the number 10 in them, Donna or Steve? Uh, we'll go with Steve today. 
That's right, Dan. All right, bye bye. I got to stick together, dude. It's uh, it's bros, man. This is what we do. <laughs> Who's in the car with you, Dan? Uh, I got the kids in the back, and my wife Betsy's here too. Oh, this is so great. Um, okay, good. You got the full crew. Well, shout out to the family. It's taking Aunt Donna about an hour to leave. All right, now Donna, don't listen. You can kind of hear in there, so be good. All right. All right, good. All right, we got rid of her, uh, Rocco. I'm ready okay. to go. This is movies that have the number 10 in them. Yep, and because uh, he's not as fast as me, I'm going to not use the music. Okay. It'll just be my son's voice that you Okay, hear. wonderful. I'm so okay. glad that he's reading these. All right, here comes question one. Name the 1999 romantic comedy with Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles based on Shakespeare's The Taming of the Shrew. Wow. First of all, Great job, Bruno. You sounded great there. Holy cow. Um, okay, that is 10 Things I Hate About You. All right, here's question two. 1979 Blake Edwards film famous for a scene with Bo Derek running on the beach. Oh, 10, 10, 10. Mm. Okay, I got to pass on that one right now and maybe come back to it. Okay, here's question three. 1956 film starring Yul Brynner and Charlton Heston. Um, 310 to Yuma? <laughs> Did I just make up a... <laughs> that is uh, a film. Is that a film? I know that was a recent film. I'm trying to think if it was like a remake. Um, Oh, damn. Darn it. Okay. Well, you still I'm gonna, have Dan. I'm gonna I'm gonna now turn it over to Dan. Dan, I, I feel good about the ten things I hate about you. We need to have a meeting of the minds on those second yep. two questions. The Bo Derek situation running on the beach? It's just ten. Ten. Just ten. Okay. Yep. Okay, we'll go with what Dan says. And How about then, the, and then the last movie? one is the Ten Commandments. Oh my gosh. Dan <laughs> That's a real bummer for me, Steve Pruderson, <laughs> Pastor Patterson. Um, I've heard of the commandments. Love them very good. There's ten of them. Um, okay, this is great. You stay there, Dan. I'm going to go and get Donna. Sounds good. Right. Donna. And while he's getting Donna, I should say that uh, the winner, if uh, Dan is the winner, he's going to win right. tickets to see Everybody's Talking About Jamie at Showplace Icon at West End on Wednesday, September 8th at 7 p.m. Did you hear that, Donna? Put your headphones on, Donna. Come on, Donna. Donna has Hurry a trucker up. head on. I'm yeah, Donna's having a complex about her hair. She just found a hat. I think this might turn her mood around. <laughs> I found a good place to hide in the closet. Oh, cool. You can't hear anything, so that's yeah, great. Nice. Okay, I'm ready, guys. Well, how did you think you did? Uh, I believe we're three for three. Oh, no. Dan was a killer lifeline. So good. All You're right. screwed, Donna. Okay, okay cool. Donna. And the way things work, I'm not going to play the timer music just because it's not, you know, it might not work out with the Bruno on tape here, but... Okay. Um, these are movies that have the number 10 in the title, and it starts with this one. Name the 1999 romantic comedy with Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles, based on Shakespeare's The Taming of the Shrew. Um, Julia, uh, that is called Romeo and Juliet. Okay. That would not be The Taming of the Shrew, though. <laughs> it wouldn't be. Doesn't Bruno sound great? He sounds those questions fabulous. Out? I'll get back to that one. Okay, here's number two. 1979 Blake Edwards film famous for a scene with Bo Derek running on the beach. That is called Ten. The first one is Ten Things I Hate About You. And here's number three. 1956 film starring Yul Brynner and Charlton Heston. 
Oh, Ten Commandments. Oh, no. Oh, no. What are we going to do? Well, it's a good thing I had Bruno record a tiebreaker because you guys went three for three. Oh, that man. That Ten Things I Hate About You. I came from the recesses of your mind. You've never seen it. Uh, peripherally. I like it. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, Dan, this will be first person to yell out their name when you know the answer. Sounds good. Okay. This uh, I'll have uh, Bruno give you the tiebreaker. Okay, you dingbats. Here's your tiebreaker. <laughs> Who's singing this song from 2010 with the song title Ten? Steve. Steve. Jewel. It is Jewel. Damn it. Congratulations, Dan. Yeah. Thank you. did it. I love it. Good job. Hey, listen, we wouldn't have been in a tiebreaker, Dan, had it not been for you. It would have been a runaway victory. Uh, why don't you say the names of your kids in the back so we can shout them out on the air? All right. So I got Bryn in the back seat, and I what got up, Graham. Bryn? Bryn and Graham. Love this. Hey, guys, be nice to Dad. Yeah, Mom and Dad are going to uh, get stressed out at some point today, and so when they do, you get cotton candy. <laughs> I don't know. That's right. Uh, anyway, ha- all right, you guys stay on the line. Rocco's going to get your information. Congratulations. Have a blast out here at the State Fair today. We, uh, are, we'll be happy to have you guys out here. All right, Bye. you guys uh, have time to get tipsy or no? I don't know. You know, not, yeah, sure. Yeah, Let's sure. get tipsy, whatever. Okay. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 All right. Um, I have a very useful tip here. Okay. It's redirecting me. You know, this is about there's two more saliva COVID test sites that have opened up. I believe one is in Bloomington. My computer is going really slow, so I'm not going to be able to... This is good to know, though, because I have had... One's in St. Paul, by the way. I've had um, only nose Q-tip tests. hate it. Oh, my God. The last time I got COVID tested, probably a month ago, it involuntarily forced me back... To, into my headrest in the car. It was a drive-through situation, oh, and gosh. I was like, first nostril, I was okay, and then the second one, involuntarily, my head like fell back. Like, oh, it's just, uh. I wonder why they need to do both sides. It's I just don't know. very confusing. Who do I look like, Fauci? <laughs> you think I'm Dr. Tony Fauci? Well, a little bit. You're a little taller. Yeah. I you highly think, recommend think, the spitting in a cup uh, COVID test. I yeah, that's the way week. to do it. Yeah, and the, so again, one in St. Paul, one in Bloomington, and I'll link this up for everyone at mytalk1071.com. Okay, the other thing I was going to tell you about is five weekend morning mistakes that can screw up your whole week. Oh, boy. <sighs> I bet I make these all the time. Oh, yeah, number one is sleeping in. That's yeah, bad. I just was listening to a motivational uh, montage set to inspirational music during a workout the other day. Oh, my God. Including things from The Rock, including a surprisingly inspirational diatribe by Arnold Schwarzenegger. But then there's some other guy, I don't know who he is, who comes in and it's like... That's the music in the background. And then even he starts saying, like, you got to wake up at the same time every day. Every day it's the same. Pick a time. I don't no, care what time it is. It's got to be the same time. <laughs> do you, I mean, do you believe that? I don't think me sleeping till 
eight on Saturday is really going to affect me on Sunday well, or Monday, rather. I think what they're saying is that there's power in rhythm, in consistency. Yes, yeah, yeah. and that you just know every day. It's not you're not ever guessing what time am I going to wake up. It's, I'm getting up at this time. There's a you don't even have to think about it. It's one less mental thing, and then your body gets into this kind of a, a routine. I think there's something to that. Fine. What else? Not hydrating. Uh, that's a morning mistake. Drinking water, really important first thing in the morning, especially if you have imbibed at all the night before. Make sure. sure. They say a whole glass of water, room temperature usually, mm-hmm. is a great way to do it. And it, uh, I think it helps with your like alkaline levels or something. Some I'll people are really into that. Um, also, a weekend morning mistake, not holding yourself accountable. It's easy to stick to a routine on weekdays. Because we all got something that we're accountable to. It's work. It's getting kids to school, something like that. So try signing up for a weekend workout class or meeting a friend for coffee. Great idea. Something to keep the routine going. Another mistake, not prepping for the week ahead. You should definitely relax on the weekend for sure. But it's also an opportunity to prepare for that week ahead. Meal prepping, even just thinking about recipes that you want to try, making sure you've got the ingredients, cut down on the oh crap factor during evening evenings during the week. That's really useful. Also, getting your clothes out, at least for the first couple of days, don't you think that that would take a little bit of the the Monday frazzle, you know? They say it it helps you every single day. If you know what you're wearing, it's one less decision. You only have so much bandwidth every day. That's true. For for making decisions. Uh And they say you just want to Optimize those. In fact, there was an author uh, named, I believe, Charles Duhigg. He wrote something about uh, a book on habits, and he was talking about the importance of they always had hectic, they always had hectic um, mornings, and he realized that the idea for solving the morning mayhem was a five-minute solution the night before of getting some of those things ready, making sure that the backpack was already packed. And just by taking an extra five minutes the night before, it paid great dividends uh, the following morning. Final way that we make a mistake in the morning on the weekend is we don't get outside. you got to get some fresh air, sunshine. uh, Get it during the weekend. Being outside has got all sorts of health benefits. Research shows that morning light exposure can lead to better rest at night. So there are some tips for you. Hey, my friends, don't forget, by the way, uh, we are out here at the Minnesota State Fair all the way through September 6th. Come watch your favorite shows. Colleen and Bradley presented by Hero Home Services. LoJ presented by Hammernick's Interior Solutions. The other weekday programs like ours out here live as well. So to Jason and Alexis, we've got special Saturday lineups as well. If you're coming out over the weekend, presented by the mammography experts at Health Partners in Park Nicollet. You can find our building on Underwood Street just south of Randall Avenue. More info at mytalk1071.com, keyword fair. You know, I'd love to tell you what's coming up. My computer just died. How about that? I will tell you, my friend. (laughs) uh, We're going to take a listen to the Wonder Years reboot trailer. We'll get our first uh, sounds of what that's going to be like with Don Cheadle as your narrator. And some more Jeopardy drama. What happened with Mike Richards and Ken Jennings that the internet was buzzing about. We will explain when we come back. It's Don and Steve on My Talk. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for listening to My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, with Donna and Steve live at the Minnesota State Fair. Woo! It's a little chilly. I just got yelled at by Millennial Hannah. That's you you need a little of that right now. What does she yell at you for? Gosh, you are a Donna is not even called out. Why is Donna being weird? And then she looks at what I'm wearing and goes, Donna. (laughs) 
What's going on? I just uh, typed in my Insta story. Also, I was told this looks like a bowling shirt. Dang it. <laughs> I am absolutely no. dressed. I'm dressed like a full bowler today. <laughs> you are. I thought I looked good, I and know. then I left the house, and I looked like an idiot. No, you look fine. You look good. You're very, you're matching. No, I Hannah look like goes a to bowler. me, so I'm wearing cowboy uh. boots and a flannel shirt. She's like, Donna. What did you go to Miranda Lambert last night and then sleep here? <laughs> That's good. I was gonna say it looked like you were celebrating oh, the 30th gosh. anniversary of Pearl Jam's 10 with that yeah. fan on the trucker hat. I'm like, listen, I fit in more than you do. Hey. 4-H, horses, cows, sheep, pigs. Need I say more? Hay. <laughs> Hay is a thing. Grass. <laughs> yeah, you um. Blue ribbons. Right? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I have Fine. things in my head that I'm just going to leave in my head because right. you're writing everything down now. I was just going to say, never mind. Say it. No, I don't want to say, say it. it. No, you're going to use this against me in the court of yeah, law. Yeah, totally. If ever they did a female reboot of Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Joanna Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Do this. Up yours. Let's um. <laughs> le- <laughs> let's do this. There is a oh the Wonder Years. They've got a reboot, and it is coming out. Fred Savage, who of yes. course played Kevin in the Wonder Years, he is executive producing and I think directing this. So he is really uh, has a vested interest in making sure that this feels good in in the reboot and it's still set in the same time frame but it's from the perspective of an african-american family which would be very different from that of a white family back in that time and so we've got a little bit of the trailer don Cheadle is the voice of the narrator which if you remember the wonder years a very pivotal part in that uh so why don't we hear a little bit of the new wonder years reboot trailer what would you do if i say tell you want to start going together man don't be scared i'm not scared hey stop it Man, she's tough. I know. I dig it. It's weird to grow up in a time when your mom and dad have to give you the police talk. Or when a presidential election creates a racial divide. But it was 1968. The year I turned 12. The age of locker rooms, bullies, and girls. My mom's making me wear pantyhose. Yuck. Yeah. I'd never be as popular as my sister, as smart as my mom, or as bad as my dad. Be cool. What kind of music professor would I be if my daughter didn't go to college? Bad enough my son doesn't have rhythm. Hey! Yet. (laughs) My son doesn't have rhythm yet. There you go. That sounds good. It does sound good. I was 12 in 1978, I think. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Hold on. That might be fun to watch. 78, you said. Yeah. Okay, because that was 68. Anyways, you know, just wanted to... Oh, the Wonder Years was set in 1968. Oh, I th- I'm sorry. I thought he said 78. 68. No, 68, because okay. he was talking about the presidential election. That must have been, uh, yep. what, Nixon? Yep. Over yep. our guy, Hubert Humphrey, yep. maybe? Or is that 72? I don't know. 
Oh, that's right. I was told there'd be no history. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so that looks good. You, Steve, it sounds can you good. See I love that's coming out. Um, I love the sound of Don Cheadle, by the way, as the narrator. I think that that's really good. I love that they're taking us back to that same time in history, too, because, guys, when you watched the original Wonder Years, and I, look, I'm born in 83, so I get it. It was obviously before my time, but when you watched the Wonder Years, didn't you feel nostalgic for a time that you weren't even alive during? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was just... And, it's and, that coming-of-age stuff again. I, yes, it is. And I think the Wonder Years, in, an, in a similar way, uh, feels reminiscent of the Sandlot. Yes. The same kind Very much. of small-town Americana living. But this will be an interesting perspective uh, that we didn't have during the original Wonder Years. I do not know when that sucker's coming out. Let's see September yeah. 22nd. Thank you. What's it on? ABC, right? Oh, is it on? It's like network TV? Yeah. I oh. guess so. Channel 5. Have you watched it, Steve? Oh, have you heard I, of it? <laughs> I hate their uh, their 3 p.m. show. I love the girl. The girl on it is really good. Yeah, the she's guy fabulous. is annoying. Looks like he's wearing a pompadour wig. Mm-hmm, Seems mm-hmm. like he takes nothing seriously. Mm-hmm. But also has a razor sharp wit. <laughs> has a strong jawline. Looks a lot like you. Very much so. Very much. Anyway. Uh, so uh, that'll be good. And then the other story. Got a little Jeopardy drama. Yeah. For you. Do you have time to tell? Yeah. Now, look, I think it's kind of much ado about nothing. Is this the Mayim Bialik, you know, her past comments? No, it's not that. This is a little bit different. The headline on Yahoo Life says more Jeopardy drama comes after it's revealed what Mike Richards did to Ken Jennings behind the scenes. What? And then you read the story and you realize this is kind of clickbaity. But here's what they're throwing out there. Uh, It was back on September 13th. uh, or or, Excuse me. The new season is kicking off on September 13th. So they just started taping episodes last week. And according to the New York Times, taping included several important guests in attendance, including former guest host and Jeopardy prodigies, Buzzy Cohen and Ken Jennings. But per the report, neither Buzzy nor Ken got to actually see Mike Richards' debut in the studio. When they arrived at the studio in Culver City, three sources told the New York Times that Mike was, quote, too nervous to have them on the soundstage and instead escorted Buzzy and Ken to a nearby green room where they proceeded to watch the taping. Apparently, One source compared not letting Buzzy and Ken attend the taping to inviting Joe DiMaggio back to Yankee Stadium and then not letting him in the dugout. Sony seemingly pushed back against these claims, saying that access to the taping was restricted due to COVID-19 protocols. Hmm. And even the Sony Pictures Entertainment chief executive who appointed Mike to that position, Tony V is what he goes by, was not allowed on the soundstage either. So make of that what you will. I... If he was nervous and said, please don't have anybody on set with me, I get that. That's a that's a big thing that he was about to do. So, whatever. I got to go to the bathroom. All right, you go to the Bye bathroom. Uh, we'll come back with a dirt alert from Rocco.